all the good things. We got all the good things. A story to uplift and moments of bliss to remind us all that life is a gift. And because we truly care, all the good things we share. All the good things. What's up? Episode 11. A magic episode. Power number. We're here. We are so excited to be back talking with you guys about our good stories. But first, what's a good thing, Esme? So we are at this point now in our podcast where we have fans. Yeah, we do. And one of our fans sent us free matching shirts. Oh. And they're super cute. They have a little dandelion design on them. They're very pretty, deep periwinkle color. And on the back, in the picture of the dandelion, it says, Some people see a weed and other people see a wish. A quote from a previous podcast? And, wait, is oh, it? No, but it's close, because the, the Bob Marley. Oh, like some, some people, people feel, feel the rain, rain, and some people just get wet. So it's a play off that. No, you've literally said that before on our podcast. Wait, really? Wait, really? Yeah, like in the first two. I've never heard that. <gasps> you heard oh, some people... do I not listen to her podcast? <laughs> I do, I you listen really to them do. all. Oh my god. Wait, I don't remember that. That's so cool. Yeah. If we go back, I remember it. Anyways, is our fan Kristen's mom... Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank does you, it, mommy. Thank does you. it make the gifts any less amazing? No. no. It makes it more amazing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we appreciate all the love we've gotten with likes, reviews, rates, and shares. Keep spreading the word about all the good things, you guys. We appreciate it. Oh, my friend Turbo, I just found out he listens to our podcast. Yeah, I oh, posted yeah, it on my story and he responded and said, I love, love, love starting my Mondays with you all. Aww. And it warmed my heart. So shout out to Turbo if you're listening. We Thank you, Turbo. You. We love you, Turbo. Also, that's his nickname. Isn't it cool? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I like yeah. it. He used to do track. So oh. Like, yes. Turbo. I get it. Turbo Drive. But it's also a play off his last name. I know. Yeah. I saw it on your story, yeah. too. Oh, you did? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, did you have another good thing or was that it? Those are already two good things. Okay. <laughs> Kristen, what was your good thing? My good thing is me and Esme led anatomy for yoga teacher training in Pasadena. And nice. we always have so much fun and we are awesome at leading Woo! anatomy. We boom, dance. We have anatomy grooves sprinkled all throughout. So we make up these dances to help them absorb the information and... Everyone gets super into it. It's just a great time. It is so much it's fun. so much fun. We wear matching anatomy-inspired clothing. I have muscle print leggings, and Kristen has a bone unitard. And, and muscle leggings that <laughs> and I wear muscle over leggings. the unitard. She's got all the layers. <laughs> <laughs> I need a muscle unitard. A muscle Ooh. unitard. Amazon. Oh, I've, I've tried to find those, your... and they're creepy. Yeah, they're creepy. Because they... They're like full unitards that have a face over it too. It's, yeah, it's really you can't detach. They're like morph suits, but muscle print. They're they're weird. Just cut off the head. Muscle leggings are fun. Muscle unitard. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm sure there's a good one that I'll find somewhere, but yes. right now, no. Cool. If anyone knows of a good quality muscle print unitard, let us know. Send it to our Instagram, please. At all the good things podcast. <laughs> Hey, Melissa, what's a good thing that happened to you? Uh, this past week was my little nephew's third birthday. Aww. Aww. Yeah, 
we went to the beach where he lives and celebrated with a big barbecue and all his little three-year-old friends came from school. Ollie taught them soccer, football, and I taught <laughs> them to sing some songs, like the Itsy Bitsy Spider. <laughs> Do you care to demonstrate? The Itsy Bitsy Spider went up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider out. Out came the sun and dried up all the rain. And the itsy bitsy spider went up the spout again. Skirt. <laughs> That's how you do it. Drop the mic. <laughs> Quality. I feel like that could be a cool, someone could take that and drop a beat in it. And it would be yeah. a really I'm cute sure song. I'm sure that already happens. Yeah. Really cute song for a go kid's again, hip hop. Oh. Itsy bitsy spider went up the water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> I can't beatbox. All right, let's dive into some stories. <laughs> Kristen, what's your story today? My story is a really short, happy sprinkle story. So it's like I like sprinkles. It's like the sesame seed on the bun. Yes, <laughs> and it is a sprinkle story because it came from a single photo with a little story underneath it. Oh, and the story is this little boy, second or third grade, was taking a test. And he knew that he did really well on the test. It, he knew that some of his classmates were struggling. And the teacher offered a bonus question. He knew that he got the bonus question right. And so at the bottom of his test, he wrote a note to his teacher and he was like, could you please give my, my bonus points to whoever in the class needs it to help out their grade? <laughs> How old is he? That's so cute. Around eight or nine. Oh my god. What a tiny tart. <laughs> no, I said kind heart. Oh. <laughs> specifically what a tiny tart. <laughs> specifically he said to whoever scores the lowest. Oh. And he got a 94 on his exam. And he could have used that bonus yeah. point to get a 95. But he wanted to give it to another one of his tiny tart friends. I feel like the teacher should have just given him an A. You know what I love about that is sometimes I've seen test photos where kids are being like sassy smart with the notes that they write and there's like a math problem that goes find X and they circle it. Yeah. And they go, there it is, I found it. Uh-huh. He was like adding a little note to his test, but it was from such a kind place. I, I wonder... hope that teacher just gave everybody a bonus. I know. <laughs> I wonder if the kid who did score the lowest, like, found out that this kid offered to give that him a point. That would be really cute, That'd too. be sweet, too. Yeah. Like, thank you, sir. You helped me pass. <laughs> Esme, you want to be the burger? I'll be the burger. Meat? My meat, it, it'll be a, a, not a Juicy Lucy burger. My story's pretty short, too. Got it. So we're going for a McDonald's patty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a quality, thin... Uh, Thin hamburger. But still delicious and satisfying. I'm not sure mm, if I would put true quality that, behind that. <laughs> uh, quality per price, definitely, definitely high in that ratio aspect. Anyways, my story is actually based off of a viral video that my dad sent to me the other day. It's definitely one that I would recommend watching because as much as I can describe these people's reactions, there's something really special about seeing a facial expression and the interaction actually happening in the video. 
And it's a pretty viral video. It's by a YouTuber named Juan Gonzalez. And his channel is called That Was Epic. So normally he films uh, like prank-based things or, or comedic things. But this video is a really, really sweet change in pace. And it actually has 12 million views already. And I love that because it's a really good video and it just goes to show that news doesn't have to be bad to be viral. Things can be good and wholesome and, and not comedic and not funny to still have a, a big impact. So the video is simply called Knocking on Strangers Doors, Then Paying Their Rent. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. <laughs> I wonder what happens in this story, guys. <laughs> it would be awesome if someone knocked on my door and wanted to pay my rent. Oh my gosh, I would love that so much. <laughs> um, so basically, in this video, he does exactly what he says he's going to do. And it's just him walking around, knocking on doors, and having a really quick conversation with the person. A lot of times, he just starts by asking, just out of curiosity, how much do you pay for rent here? And that's kind of a big question to ask. Yeah. And I, like friends don't even really want to ask each other that. Anytime you ask someone how much money they're spending on something, especially with rent, it's a touchy subject. So to get people to respond is took him a little bit of effort with some individuals. Other people thought, thought he was trying to sell, buy their house from them. So he had some people knock on the door and, and answer and then be super hesitant to interact with anybody because... We also don't really live in a world where people knock on your doors anymore. Yeah, if true. your friends are coming over, they just text you and they're like, hey, I'm standing outside your door. Come let me in. <laughs> they don't knock on it, right? And oh my God, what a world. I know, crazy. <laughs> what a world. What a change. Crazy. Girl Scout, Girl Scouts don't even come knock on your door. They just plant themselves in front of dispensaries. And <laughs> I remember going around when we had a school fundraisers knocking on doors. Yeah. Yeah. Selling wrapping paper. So a lot of people thought he was trying to sell them stuff. This one guy kept trying to shut the door in his face. Oh. And Juan Gonzalez kept being like, no, no, no. I'm here to help you. I promise. Just like, let me know how much you're paying Which for Which also sounds like a sales yeah. Also sounds like a salesperson. <laughs> but as soon as he, they would give him a number, he just whipped out a wad of hundos from his pocket and started counting it in front of them. And their faces just instantly turned to... Like, what the hell to is going shop? on? Like, what? Like, they still couldn't believe it because who is going to come give you $1,200 for no reason other than the fact that you opened the door? You would definitely be skeptical. Oh, yeah. You'd be like, so what? 100%. 100%. So, yeah. so, so, so skeptical. And the first person in the video was so, so, so grateful. He told Juan that you know, I've been praying about this. I don't have rent money for tomorrow. And he asked Juan if he was an angel, and <laughs> which I thought was really, really sweet. And apparently he had moved to LA a couple months before and did have a very stable job and was working and, and on time with his rent and his bills. But his company got sold out and the new company just decided to let them all go. And they were literally just left high and dry on the street. And so he has been in this really tough place for a couple months and had literally been paying about ways to be able to afford his rent and afford his, his lifestyle in LA because he can't just get up and leave. And here comes Juan Gonzalez with That Was Epic knocking on the door saying, hey, how much does it cost for you to live here? 
and he said 1200 and he just gave him 1200 bucks in cash. Man, dude must have been carrying a lot of money on him. Yeah. Day. Okay, so he's <laughs> pulling out hundos. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely... 1200 for you, 2000 for you. No, literally. So the first guy was 1200 The next guy was 1500 Then 900 Then a grand. Then 1400 And I did the math because I'm a nerd. And he ended up giving away $6,800 just in the content that made it into his YouTube video. So I'm wondering if there are other people that he even knocked on the door who still he gave the money to, but they didn't have a good enough interaction to post in, in a video, you know? Man. Yeah. Or, you know, even if he does that in that one day, that's still so much money in one day. If he did that, like, maybe once a month or made it a new thing or inspired other people, imagine the ripple effect. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, he's in a place where he can financially afford to give out multiple thousands of dollars to people but if it's in your capacity to even just give out like five or ten or twenty dollars there are so many people that could use that like all the homeless people in LA if you just spent five dollars to buy them an in and out and then gave that to them my mom did that the other day it was really sweet there was a homeless lady outside of an in and out and instead of just ordering something and giving it to her she went outside and asked her what she wanted to order which was really great because she actually really didn't like onions. So then my mom was able to order her something that she actually wanted to Aww. eat. And this homeless lady also had, like has a really big taste aversion to fish. So sometimes people will just like drop off a fish, a fish sandwich and she doesn't want to eat it because even though she's hungry, like fish tastes gross to her. Yeah. So it was really special that my mom just took the time to get to know her name, ask how she's doing, and then get an order from her rather than just bringing her the hamburger. Another thing I found that was interesting was some of the people, once he even gave them the money, were continuously asking why. Like, why? Why? Why are you doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, but, but why are you doing this? And it's, it was really interesting to me to see people be so hesitant to accept that something really good just happened in their life. Yeah, and cynical, right? My favorite guy that he knocked on the house of was the last person in the video. And most people, when he knocked on their door, just kind of peeked out their door to say, hey, what's up? They weren't going to leave the threshold of their house. But this guy opened his door, like stepped outside. was like, hey, man, what's up? He was wearing a big shirt with a, a big cat face on it. And the cat was wearing sunglasses. And when Juan Gonzalez offered to pay his rent, he was so excited and he wanted to give something back right away. And he wanted to give back knowledge. Aww. <laughs> so he, this guy has been working on developing the new psychological perspective of self. So cool. <laughs> he wanted to bring Juan Gonzalez in. He's like, I'm going to change your mind. I'm going to like change your life. And uh, he just had such a really fun energy. And I love that he was so enthusiastic about wanting to re return the kindness that Juan Gonzalez did by, you know, whipping out his wad of hondas and just handing over a, so cool. a bunch of them. Yeah, and the video ends with a quote from Rolf Waldo Emerson. You cannot do a kindness too soon, for you never know how soon it will be too late. Snaps Say it again for the people in the back. Mm. Hey, people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Melissa did that once and I thought it was precious. <laughs> Anyways, I love that someone with a YouTube platform, and I think YouTubers stereotypically have a... A negative connotation. Like a negative connotation with them for being a little bit over the top and superficial and flamboyant. I think it was really great that he chose to do something really sincere and genuine and kind and good. I agree. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. I lost my train of thought. That's okay. Yeah. And on top of that, he's giving back to the people who support him, you know? Like, there are probably people who have seen maybe one of his videos, maybe not, but he's giving back to an audience that whether or not they watch a video or support in that sense. I was a little bummed because I, I think the video took place in LA. I was like, dang, we live there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you knocked on my door. Could have been me. Could have been Maybe me. we're going to see a bunch of people start walking on doors, offering to pay rents for people. Do you say walking? Walking on doors? Knocking Walk, on doors. Walking on, <laughs> on doors. Oh, gosh. Shout out to you, Juan. That's a great thing that you did. Such a gift. You, you, you changed a lot, a lot of people's lives that day. Just spreading the happiness, spreading the good life. Spreading the good. Spreading the good. Melissa. I think it's me. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> All right. In the spirit of good, as always, my story highlights the power of Girl Scouts. Girl, Girl Scout cookies. If you don't know, these are the girls who are changing the world, starting as little brownies, or even daisies. Aww. Mm. Aww. I was a brownie. I was a brownie as well. Um, it is Girl Scout season, so I wanted to highlight this story. I like to eat brownies. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I still like to highlight this story while it's time... No. I'd like to highlight this story while you still have time to support the Girl Scouts, or if you see them selling their cookies... Um, give them five bucks and get yourself some Samoas. Yeah. It's yummy and you're supporting a great cause. Support your craving for sugar. <laughs> <laughs> but in moderation. In moderation, everyone. We are still yoga teachers. <laughs> Find the middle path. Exactly. So two cookies at once instead of four. Brahmacharya. Exactly. <laughs> Brahmacharya. Um, this story in particular highlights the story of Eva St. Clair or Eva. I'm going to say Eva because I like that name. And or Eva. <laughs> it's with an or e. Eva. 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 Wally. <laughs> so this story follows Eva from her journey as a brownie when she was nine year old nine years old. And how her troop leader, Val, or her full name Valentine, was a huge influential person in her whole experience as a Girl Scout and even impacted the way she became a leader, a businesswoman, and a mother in the future. And it all started in 1989 when Val had her first day as a brownie and she met her troop leader and she had just spent 50 bucks at a nearby Goodwill and bought herself an old sewing machine. And her wonderful troop leader, Val, offered to teach her how to use the sewing machine. And she said that one afternoon they went from cutting Hawaiian print shorts and 
learning how to pick patterns and how to sew it. Just she said it was horrible how it turned out, <laughs> but that ended up being her first and only sewing lesson. But it was enough to stick wow. in her mind forever. Yeah. And she said she continued to be a Girl Scout. She loved it. She got to know a bunch of other girls in her community. They were inspired by real-life businesswomen who were succeeding in the world um, and paving the way for more women to do the same thing. So it was a lot of empowerment and confidence building as well as they got to learn other life skills and be in nature and such. So years later... Eva continued to sew, and what was a hobby became her full-time passion, and she decided to study it in school. She actually went to Stanford and major majored in medieval history, and she made clothing for the plays as such as Shakespeare, and they did so many quilts and wall hangings, any sort of special theme. And one day her friend, who was also in school with her, Rebecca, said, hey, like, how about we make clothing that any girl could dream up of some sort of characteristic or fun, cool hobby, and we just make it on clothes. For Aww. example, a girl requested a dinosaur on her dress, and they're like, yeah, what if we just started making, like, dinosaurs on dress? What? There's no this bridge of femininity. <laughs> femininity. Femininity. Finding Nemo. I know. What's that word? Femininity. Femininity. I think so we hard. had the same discussion last time. Femininity. Yeah, so they tried to bridge the gap between what is seen as girly and, you know, take away segregated themes and make it so that girls could wear anything and vice versa. So they created their own clothing line in 2013 called Princess Awesome. Princess Awesome. Ooh, I love ooh. that name so much. And their mission is to make girls' clothes that reflect the full range of their interests. Um, if yes. she wants to wear a dress but also loves baseball, it could be a dress with baseball on it, you know? Amazing. Um, I know. It's so cool. I love that. If you Google them, that Princess Awesome is still doing so well and making a bunch of cool clothing. I, I want looked at adult their stuff. sizes. It's great. I know. <laughs> Kristen wants an adult-sized dress with a pan-gender octopus. So let's put in that request and now. It's something we're dreaming up. I also want a dinosaur swimsuit. A dinosaur yes. swimsuit. That'd be so cool. Mm -hmm. What if it was a one of the dinosaurs with the long neck and the long neck went across the top to the Ooh. bottom? So it was like a cool one two okay. piece, one piece, you know, one have shoulder. A wicked tan line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eva, if you're listening to this, Rebecca, <laughs> we've got special requests. We have dreams. We have dreams. <laughs> we have ideas. Um and to think that all of this stemmed from Val taking the time to be a troop leader and to share her knowledge to inspire this young girl, to inspire Eva. And I don't know if you know this, but troop leaders are actually volunteers. My mom was a troop leader for a bit for my group because we didn't have anyone. It's women who, no matter if they have busy schedules, they're taking the time to host and teach and inspire other young kids to do the same isn't that awesome? Women so good. are the best. Yes, and Val in particular had a special ed son and her own daughter. So to have, and none of them were in brownies. So she was doing this on top of being a mom herself. Super mom, super troop leader, super mom, super human, super troop. And now Eva says she has her own daughter. 
Her company is going well, and she's about to enroll her daughter into being a daisy. A daisy! Which is the first level of Girl Scouts, then she'll be a brownie, and then so on. Um, And I don't know if you guys know this, but if you look at the Girl Scout cookie boxes when you buy them, on the back it has their mission, which is Girl Scouting builds girls of courage, confidence, and character who make the world a better place. And girl stands for go-getter, innovator, risk-taker, and leader. I never knew that. I didn't either. And you were a Girl Scout. (laughs) I was not a Girl Scout long. I was there. I was was only there for a little bit because we were doing more arts and crafts things. And I was definitely a tomboy. Well, I had had two personalities. I danced. And so I would be like prissy at dance, but then I would be the tomboy climbing trees outside and rolling around in the dirt. Yes. And... (laughs) It was, it was too, too many girly things. <laughs> um, and even on top of that, the Girl Scout Cookie Program is the largest girl-led entrepreneurial program in the world. Wow, that's I awesome. didn't know that yeah. either. That's cool. Yep. Also, quick Girl Scout story. We were trying to record this episode, and my downstairs neighbors turned on their music, and we're having a little dance party. And they were so awesome because I just texted them to say, hey... Do you mind turning it down for a little bit? We're trying to record a podcast. And within a minute, they had turned off their music and were like, yeah, totally. Also, we have this mic that you could use if you want to hook it up. It has a boom and everything. And I just loved how receptive they were and, you know, just considerate of other people. And especially in a close living space when sound travels really big. So as a thank you, I walked downstairs and I gave them some Girl Scout cookies. The way to win any person's heart. The way to win any person's heart and to say thank you. So shout out to my downstairs neighbors for uh, honoring our our space and and keeping it quiet. We appreciate you. And we appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for listening to our stories today and being a part of this good thing journey with us. We love you guys. See you next time. Please like, rate, subscribe, follow us, share us with your friends and family. The more good stories are shared in the world, the happier everyone will be. Have a magical Monday. Magical Monday. Magical Monday. Magical Monday. Sprinkle, 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 sprinkle. <laughs>